Hello, everybody, and welcome to my niche podcast about the one thing I know something about game shows, I suppose. I am your host, Jordan Haas, and this is a great episode because this is Monday. I, I usually upload these on Wednesday because that's the big game show day, but I'm putting this out as, as soon as possible because I have had this episode in the back shelf for far too long, and I have to play it as soon as I can now. This is one of my favorite interviews. It is with one Brandon Parnes, and uh, the reason I have to send this out right now is because uh, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna kick it up a notch, as they say in the Emerald Lagasse world of cooking. Uh, as as I've taken in your considerations, I have read the suggestions and I have read the uh, the reviews. So uh, from what I'm gathering, a lot of people don't really want me to talk by myself for an hour and a half. I understand that. I would get tired of hearing myself think any day. Uh, but they do enjoy the guest episodes. And so far, we have had Oko, we have had Reese, we have had Jack Allison, we have had Kate Raft, and uh, on Wednesday, we're going to have Franklin on, which is a great episode as well. I already finished that up as well. I just got to just tinker it up a bit. But this one is with one brain in Parnes. Uh, what makes this episode so special is because, folks, we have found my uh, my emergency guest. Uh, Brandon has his own podcast about entertainment. He has had a podcast about game shows, and he is the real deal when it comes to what works as a game show guest as far as telling jokes and talking about game shows. He knows his stuff. Uh, he contacts me all the time wanting to get back on after this interview, uh, and I have to let him know, like, uh, he is the emergency co-host in the event I cannot get a special guest, you know, in case, um, oh, what should we say, Chapo Trap House can't return my calls. Matt Chrisman, you won a, a gin. You, you have to at least come on my show now. You you won it well, answering game show questions. It makes perfect sense for you to come on to my game show podcast. Come on. Or like the Doughboys, if like Mike Mitchell or Nick Weiger decide, ah, I'm good. Or the podcast, The Ride, Good Boys. Well, you know, make you a real good boy, you show up here. I, I could do without most of the people at Earwolf, but that's just me. Uh, this is a niche game show podcast. And what we do is we we talk about at one game show each week. Uh, the episode this time, it's, it's, the it's one of the first uh, reality competition shows we're talking about it's the one called endurance but before we talk about endurance uh this is the portion where it's the small chat around uh i have to explain uh big brother because uh what's been going on i was going to do a review of celebrity big brother for the last few weeks and i just never got around to it and i've been caught on that time and time again so thank you listeners uh you've you've caught me uh, as many of you know, I have worked on Big Brother. I have not worked on, on any of the recent seasons, uh, and I can't really badmouth the show that much. Uh, I just will tell you, a lot of the stuff is not true of what you hear, and some of the stuff is. I will let you decide what is and what isn't. But I will say that Big Brother is a baby's first introduction to reality competition shows, because instead of prizes, you know, money, cars, whatever... Uh, you win power, and what you do with this power is what makes the game. The green room is the Big Brother house itself, 
and imagine it just spread out for a long period of time. Celebrity Big Brother is a little different because it's celebrities. It's people you're supposed to have remembered. People like Tom Green or Kato Kalin. They could have had better guess, I agree. Um, but what makes it, I, I find it a little better than normal Big Brother is because it's faster. It only lasts a few weeks, which means that the gameplay is more crucial and more fast. So if you're there just to see the competitions, then Celebrity Big Brother is pretty much the easiest way to get into the game show. That being said, I have seen this season of Big Brother, and I like the challenges still. I, I think the people at the competition uh, uh, do amazing things. Uh, the Slaughterhouse Challenge was kind of funny uh, this time around. Uh, I do like the fact that they are willing to uh, use their imagination in some of these challenges to have fun. Uh, other times, it's just like a, I always say, think Mario Party. Think like a Mario Party mini game. Yeah, it looks like a theme of this, and it, it's like an easy stack challenge or an easy... Uh, physical challenge or an easy skill challenge um, the, but that's what I, I like about Big Brother and, and for me I kind of like the challenges I think the challenges are still good but that being said I know a lot of people don't really care they just want to know the gameplay they just want to know the celebrities and that interaction and the storytelling and that is where it falters I find all of that incredibly boring I am not fond of any of these contestants I am not rooting for anybody so by the time this episode Errors, uh, we might already know who the winner is, and I will not care at all. Um, but that being said, I do enjoy the challenges on Big Brother. Celebrity Big Brother 2 has some good challenges as well, and I, I will keep watching those competitions uh, through YouTube and CBS All Access and wherever fine Big Brother competitions are played. Uh, but if I had to give a C, uh, the season a rating, I would say maybe a C minus. I am just maybe a D. It, it's that disent. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna full out. I use it. I, I did say the very glib statement of it sucks, and in many ways it does. But it, it's not the fault of the production team itself. I would say it's a fault of getting people to agree to come onto a game show in like January, when a lot of stuff is kind of being done in Hollywood. So it's really tough to find people. In addition to that, uh, casting-wise, it's awful. I still don't like storytelling. I think the fact that even though you have actors on the show deliver lines that are forcibly said to the by the producers to get the contestants to say things are also really awful. But I do enjoy the 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 games. Don't care much for the HOH, don't care much for the vetoes, but I do enjoy the games. I do enjoy those little Mario... It just reminds me of Mario Party. I think that's why I kind of still enjoy uh, Big Brother. It, it, it went from just like talking in a house to now just a big... Like, a, like Big Brother plus board game, which I kind of enjoy. Uh, but but I, I just did not enjoy Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, and if you're still listening to this and you like Big Brother, hey, more on that to you. We'll be talking about endurance in just a few minutes with Brandon Parnes, and uh, and we hope you have fun. So let's just get into some minor details about endurance. Endurance is a physical challenge game show for teenagers uh, with various teams, and the grand prize is a trip to someplace tropical. 
Originally, when I heard there was a game show called Endurance coming to America, I, of course, because being a game show nerd even back then, was thinking it was uh, some sort of Americanized version of the Japanese game show called Endurance. On that show, there is a lot of Amer- of uh, Japanese people, and they go through various what would now be considered calming and tame endurance competitions that would normally be on like a fear factor here in America. Uh, what works there not necessarily show up here and this is a very different game show and i don't know if it's because it was discovery or because it's for children but hey you learn a lot as you watch but the real question is is endurance a show worth enduring well we'll find out in just a few seconds as we turn the tables With me on the line is Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, tell us. Hey, about, tell us about hey, yourself. Hey, Jordan, how are you? I'm good. Um, hi, my name is uh, Brandon. Uh, I I'm I'm here. I'm right now in Overland Park, Kansas, just outside Kansas City, and uh, I'm happy to be here with you, Jordan. Yes, uh, you you also blog and talk about game shows a lot so i kind of yeah like, game shows entertainment in general movies tv so it yeah be, so it's kind of like i have to grab i have to grab Brandon. uh before we started we both found out we both enjoy a certain podcast yeah podcast the ride uh so big shout out to podcast the ride uh even we love you guys did nothing to contribute to this episode um, no, not monetarily, but in our hearts, we love you very much. Y- yes, yes, we love you as much as we love Figment. <laughs> um, so, so we, this is this is a game show podcast. Uh, we could easily probably go through your entire history of game shows. <laughs> it's usually how we start this. Um, yeah. So, so uh, uh, go at it. Have fun. No, no, you go. You you start. Oh, I, I've already explained my love of game shows. This is... Well, for me, I don't even know where it started. I can't... I don't have a vivid memory of where it started. Um, okay. I've always... We'll... If, if you haven't... Uh, I, I've always loved them. I just... I can't remember just the pin, the exact pinpoint of where it started, but I've always... Like, back, uh, back when I was younger, I would always, like, get up on the fireplace and start singing or hosting or whatever and i guess it was just kind of a lateral move like i would i game shows would find me eventually and i would fall in love with them i don't know exactly how it happened but it happened and i'm thankful for it and uh so we were going through a lot of game shows uh and you're you're slightly younger than me yeah i'm not jealous (laughs) no uh, but good. the way the format works is we bring a guest in. Usually, these people don't know game shows, so it's like for me, it's just like I I don't know, pick one, and I have to throw yeah. one out. Um, other times, it's someone who's just never seen game shows and has the one show. You have a laundry list of shows, and yeah. of all the shows you wanted to talk about, you chose Endurance. Yeah. Which kind of seems like a wild card pick. Uh, I don't think a lot of people remember or talk about endurance, 
um, a lot, but it was a big hit for Discovery Kids when it was airing. Um, and and um, I remember watching it a lot as a as a kid. Um, and then I only found all the episodes um, last year um, online on YouTube, and I devoured them all in a couple months. And um, I I thought because as growing older watching game shows and and just some um, game show like shows like reality competition shows and all that stuff i i found that a lot of people do format is key and endurance really had a great format uh endurance and in i i will keep saying this reality competitions count as a game show it yeah is, exactly it is a game show uh for instance big brother i'm sorry we're going to throw in the big brother real quick i've said this in the genius episode say it again the Big Brother is Baby's first game show because it is, instead of playing for prizes through these physical challenges, you're playing for power. The power to survive in the game as you try and use your strategy to pick out the either the weakest or the ones that will try to knock you out next. That's the political power And they're of the all game. derivatives. So without game, basic popular game shows, you wouldn't have these long, drawn-out reality formats. And Endurance is a children's format. Uh, it, yeah, exactly. Saturday mornings before going. It aired Discovery on Saturday Kids, mornings on NBC for, for... on the NBC channel. It was on NBC. Yeah. it was up against Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, no, because um, Discovery Kids had an NBC Kids block on Saturday mornings, so they would air Discovery Kids programming on NBC. And since um, since Endurance was for Discovery Kids, they had that on Saturday mornings. But also, it would air all the time. It was like Family Feud for uh, for for uh, Discovery Kids. This and Kenny like the just, Shark. Yeah, this Kenny the Shark, um, um, time time warp trio or something like that. Um, the Saddle Club, Strange Days at Blake Colsey High, Flight Twenty Nine Down, all those shows. So this is a ki- basically a kid's introduction into reality competition. This is like a gateway drug into the harder yeah, exactly. stuff of Survivor and Big Brother and, and some of the studies, I guess, Amazing Race. Yeah, and for me, because I, I watched it as a kid and I started watching, I, I watched all the seasons again last year, and it I, I, re- I should not love this show as much as I do because <laughs> I'm 24 years old, and this is from... From over like twelve years ago, it started or so. Like way, way two thousand two, it started, and and I'm watching these twelve to fifteen year olds fight about which teammates they should throw off an island, and it's it feels so wrong, but the show is just really well made. It's really fun. It's really good. It's a great format, and I can't and I can't I couldn't stop watching it. And um, so let's quickly go into the format of uh, endurance. Uh, yeah. Before before we get into the actual, I'm going to read off the Wikia page. There's an endurance Wikia, by the way. Yeah, there is. This is the first sentence. If you look up endurance, the first season. Yeah. Endurance is the first season of a new fear factor slash survivor type of show where 20 teams will be dropped off in the Pacific Islands and will compete against each other in both physical and mental challenges, with hopes of staying in the game. In the end, only one team will be left standing and will take home the grand prize. They leave behind all friends, 
family, cell phones, television, and electricity. Ten guys and ten girls from all corners of America join together, not knowing what adventures and challenges await them. Yep, that sounds about right. That's not a, it's not a survivor fear factor show. There's no bug eating. Mm. There's no not really not really, but maybe Survivor Big Brother as we were kind of talking before we started recording. I mean, the only thing I can say closely to fear factor is sometimes they have like the balance beam over the beach kind of challenge. Yeah. But other than that, like no. So yeah, let's before we get into endurance because we can go all out on endurance. I'm guessing this is the big because we have you. <laughs> You're going to be yeah. the rally com guy. We have to checkle back into. We're going to like rewind just slightly. Endurance was the big hit for NBC and Discovery Kids. Yeah, yeah. The precursor to this was Moolah Beach on Fox yeah. Kids. Uh, yeah, Fox Family. Um, yeah, it, it aired in 2001 on Fox Family. Shortly after. They did the rebrand of Fox Family. It was still called Fox Family, but they had different graphics packaging and all that stuff. But this was one of the shows that they had. And uh, both shows were hosted and co-created by J.D. Roth, veteran. Three Ball Productions at the time. And Three Ball Productions and uh, veteran game show producer and host extraordinaire. J.D. Roth. Let's go down the list of things he has done. He created The Biggest Loser. He created Biggest Loser. He hosted Funhouse. He executive produced the Mad Libs. He also hosted Animal Plant Zoo Venture. Yes. Uh, the the Fox re- uh, reality show Unanimous was J.D. Roth. Unanimous, yes. Uh, he, uh, let's, let's see, we gotta keep going. Uh, he did host the Fox's Funhouse version. Uh, Sex Wars, of course. Sex Wars. Oh, yeah, you can't forget about Sex Wars. Nope. Nobody can forget sex wars. Sex wars. Sex yes. wars. I have to double up. Don't I? <laughs> God damn it. I, I realize now I have to talk about sex wars on this podcast. You're fine. You can leave when we do the sex wars episode. I have to be stuck with sex wars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a double up, he did. That was a dating show, I believe. Yeah. I was. I uh, can't let's save it. All right, uh, and like other than that, just a whole lot of game shows. Endurance was, yeah. is is the one a lot of kids nowadays because he's basically been doing kids game shows pretty much majority of his life uh, up until up until that point. Yeah, he's been that was his main bread and butter. So uh, Moolah Beach was uh, like a precursor to Endurance. Yeah, a similar format, not exact, but very very similar. Um, they were playing for money. Instead of a instead of a educational um, linked trip to somewhere exotic around the world, even though they were already in somewhere exotic in the first place, that's what made no sense with with endurance. It yeah. was like you're in Fiji. Yeah, enjoy it. Well, congratulations! You're going to be on a physical challenge show, so you could trip to Australia. The Galapagos. Yeah, Australia. The Galapagos. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Moolah Beach was six episodes long, and it was with, I believe, six Six teams. episodes plus a reunion show. Plus a reunion show. Oh, yeah. We can't forget those reunion shows. And yeah. in similar, because they were doing physical challenges similar to Endurance, 
Yeah. But instead of playing for uh, the triangles, we have different sayings. It was for idols. Yeah, it was for idols. And the contestants were a little bit older, um, I believe. And each of Some the of idols, similar to Endurance, had similar uh, like names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quickly, let's go through the idols table because the endurance Wikia has it. Uh, Koa is warrior. Luape is volcano. Fish, hurricane, strength, ocean, beach, sun, thunder, shark, canoe building, fire, and dance. I guess strength is the only one of those that kind of carried yeah. over to endurance. Yeah, I guess. Uh, endurance, on the other hand, similar, but now they're playing for triangles of power. Yeah. That really Pyramid did pieces, not I think, much. Them. Ultimately, now I think about it, because the triangles, yeah. like, what's in the final round, they don't really have a strength. Well, no, no, no. In the at the the end game, like the one that decides the winner, they have um, these metal, like kind of stone metal type representations of the triangles um, of the pyramid pieces um, that they use to play the final game. So the more pyramid pieces they have, they have the more um, the more advantage they have when it comes to the final showdown. Yeah. Oh, final challenge. That's right. Oh, hey, look. For some reason, there's no week. The game show wiki does not want to care at all for this. So final challenge. Here's the quick rundown of that on the wiki page because you know it's usually if I just read the wiki page. Um, yeah. For a final challenge, both teams go to the Temple of Fate with all the pieces they have won. These pieces are now used as chips to play a shell game type challenge. The team with the fewer pieces starts by playing pieces in, by a group of pyramids, one of which has the gold pyramid under it. That team may claim as many as it wishes, but must have at least one pyramid unclaimed. Oh, so it's like million dollar money drop? Guess uh, so. The, the team with more pieces must claim the pyramids that the opponent has not claimed. At this point, the gold pyramid is revealed, and the team that has claimed it wins all the pieces that were played on the board. If the teams have the same number of pieces, the team that had fewer pieces, the round before, plays first. If teams are tied in the first round, the team that won the final mission pieces, their pieces first. There are three pyramids to start the game, and one more is added every round thereafter. The team that gets all the pyramid pieces wins the challenge, the game, and the grand prize trip. Yep. Why is it called endurance then? It seems like a, if the whole thing is locked. it's funny because the like the challenges are more endurance based for the most part, but when it comes to like who who wins the whole show and who um who like gets sent home, it's all kind of luck and um intuition for the most part, and not even like a genius like rule breaking kind of game. It's uh, I'm picking so the pyramid pieces. Uh, like I said, strength is the only one that has carried over from Mula Beach. Yeah. The pyramid pieces are commitment, courage, discipline, leadership, luck. Okay, well, at least they admit luck. Uh, Perseverance, strength, heart. You want to be the haji of the show. Knowledge, trust, and then in season two, ingenuity and teamwork. In season four, introduced in the finale, friendship. And in season yep. six, karma. Yep. And you know what they say about karma? Yep. 
it has no role to the effect of the final outcome of a luck-based game show. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> it's, uh, so, endurance, a lot of, like, endurance has nothing to do with the game show endurance in Japan. We also no, have to bring no. that up. Uh, endurance was seen as the craziest game show on television at the time because, oh, man, we're torturing And I've people. never even heard of it until you brought it up to me the other day. So, it was basically in the 80s, it was a Japanese game show where there was a lot of, like, guys, and you want to be... And, and it's basically somewhat similar to most endurance competition shows we have today, where they're yeah. kind of like, for instance, hanging onto something while rain is falling on them, or yeah. putting their hand to snakes to grab stuff, things like that. Um, yeah. The only Japanese game show I'm fairly aware of is Majide, the fictional Japanese game show from I Survived the Japanese Game Show. Oh, well, the, that said, we went on to, uh, what was that game? Uh, Going Going Gong on, Discovery, yeah, on yeah. Disney XD. XD, yes. Um, so, the, uh, so, it's a real Japanese game show. So, a lot of times, uh, Endurance... Is, is tests of willpower. It's basically how long do you want yeah. to do it, dig deep, your usual... How long can you endure a specific thing? And it comes in various forms, like solitary, like uh, like American Grit with John Cena, dig deep. Yes. Or... Yeah. The Titan Games. The Titan Games currently, with Dwayne the Milk Johnson. Currently, currently airing on NBC. Yes, NBC. Um, and... It's willpower games. So a lot of times yeah. in the competition world, uh, what you see, in especially in reality competition shows, is endurance competitions. Yeah. This is because it levels the playing field. Yeah. That's the only reason why you see a lot of standing on the log competitions on a lot of these shows or yeah. onto the bar. It's easy to record because you can structure it out and... You can play the game sometimes and have work deals. Like, I'll go off if you go off, for instance. Yeah. Um, with a case like Endurance, however, uh, doesn't really necessarily happen that much. No, not really. Uh, Endurance-type challenges are similar. There's some Endurance shows, like, like, hang on as long as possible, don't fall off. Yeah. The one we saw today came from Season 2, Episode 3. Yeah, which was a classic cake box competition. A cake yep. box competition is basically a block stack. You start with two, yep. then you have to uh, go to the Move next and, and then stack those two. If the block stopped, you have to pick them all up and restart the stack and keep going. Yeah. Uh, if you and if you survive the block stack, then you win the show. Unlike a lot of reality competition shows that span like an hour, Endurance is only 22 minutes. Yeah, it's only a 22-minute show. It's on Discovery Kids, four kids. They have short attention spans. They just go straight to the challenge. That's basically it. Like, we're going to yeah. have the yeah. challenge. Yeah, they usually, after, like, the formality, like, like even though they do have, like, a pick-your-partner challenge, after that, it's probably either a tempo mission or an Endurance mission each episode um and then they'll do the temple elimination like every other episode or so and the temple eliminations it, here this is the basically the easiest way to uh 
look at it. Um, so it's the right to like the right to stay challenge, pretty much too. Cause, yeah. Because um, whoever wins the right to stay gets to pick their partner, and then it just keeps going from there. They choose the teams, yeah. and then it's the sometimes it's they win the triangle, sometimes it's not. So the yeah. uh, endurance mission is for the triangles, right? Yeah, the endurance missions are played for the pyramid pieces, and the temple missions are played for power to choose who goes to the temple. And also, I believe the endurance missions that you play for pieces, you also get the samadhi. The winner gets the samadhi, which um, gives that team who holds the samadhi power, and they give the samadhi to to the team that they want to give a hindrance to in the temple mission to not guarantee, but make it more difficult for them to win it. The first time the Samadhi was introduced, JD explained that the word Samadhi is the Buddhist word for contemplation. Yes. Which I guess you have to. Uh, yeah. Because they have to contemplate who they're going to give it some to. Some of the switches include, you know, switching team partners. This is a team-based yeah. game show. We should probably It's a boy-girl yeah. team game show. They don't know each other. Yeah, yeah they're thrown together. For so, the most part. So unlike Survivor and Big Brother, where it's an individual-based game show... It's everyone for themselves. This one is, you're with a team. So if you screw over your other, then you're both out. So you yeah. have to play your alliances a little more safely compared to other shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. What makes this show also interesting, because I am not the biggest fan of Endurance, only because around this time I was like watching a lot of Batman Beyond and... Kirby yeah. right back at you, probably. Uh, yeah. But rewatching it, like you said, like it, all reruns are, were on Discovery Kids and Hub. Now they're on YouTube. YouTube. It is a bingeable show. Yeah. You can get through probably a whole season in like five hours. Yeah, exactly. I I was, when I started Endurance, I was up all night um, one night <laughs> and I just watched it from like 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. It, it's something to do. You know, I can't sleep. Yeah. Maybe J.D. Roth will put me to sleep. He so, didn't because it was so engaging and entertaining. And the thing is, though, they don't they don't really try to make villains on the show. I think because it's kids. It's just sometimes the kids do lash out. They lash out. Sometimes they are. Because uh, I, I have watched some are like, I'm going to be. They don't say the word bitch, obviously, but they do. They do exhibit. Some of them, that type of behavior, they the, are very the villainy. Um, is, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I they're, won the competition. Are, Me, not you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here to make friends. You hear that? It's like, yeah, I'm here to win. Win what? Yeah. A trip to the Galapagos Islands. Silence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a prize! Not they're yeah. not winning like money. There's not like twenty five thousand. It's just and here's the thing: when they first, the way the trips have been is kind of weird on the show. The first season, like the teams had to pick the trip that they would win if they won, and then the second season they would just JD at the beginning would announce where they're gonna be going if they won. And and like in the first season, all the trips were very like education had an educational slant on them. Like you're gonna, um, uh, you're gonna like you're gonna be zookeeper uh, for a day. Yeah, no, exactly. You're gonna like <laughs> investigate tree frogs in Galapagos Islands. You're gonna swim with the dolphins in in Mexico or something like that. 
it, it, they each one had an educational spot on it. It was if like, you you're know not just like going here, you're going to have to do something while you're there. All right. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking at the answer there. Uh, and it looks to me like in season one, they got to choose their trip. That's what I was saying, yeah. Season two and beyond, it's just there. Which makes no sense, yeah. once, once again, we brought this up, it's, you're already at, like, Fiji. Why would... Yeah, yeah. But, uh, the show has gone on for how many seasons? Let me look. It went on for, I believe, six seasons, from 2002 to 2008. And it's been ten. It's been eleven years now since the show ended. It's. I will say it right now. It's a really fun show to watch for kids. It is a introduction, another yeah. good introduction to reality competition shows. Yeah, exactly. You what, love the what, show nonstop. Me and my brain, I know where they cheapen the show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. one aspect is, I guess, because they don't want voting out. Which I guess makes yeah. sense because it will really break kids' hearts. Yeah. Worse. Um, they instead decided instead of like a a, a like a tribal council vote off. Yeah, they do to... kind of a a rock paper scissors style um, showdown. What? No, not rock paper scissors. What are you talking about? It's totally better. It's not, no, yeah, no, no. It's, it's a temple it's of fate. Water, totally different. But, totally different. <laughs> It's water, wood, fire. Because you see, fire burns wood. Yes. And water puts out a fire. Yes. But wood floats and on wood water. Wood on water. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's their explanation. That's, that's their explanation. That's how you stay or leave from the Temple of Fate. If you pick wood, well, it floats. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I guess they're trying to go for like the uh, the original Pokemon triple. You can pick Squirtle, Charmander, or Bulbasaur. Yeah, something like that. You want plant, fire, or water? Because sure, uh, it's the best two of three. Yeah, two of three. And how they do it is they write on a rock, and then JD throws the rock into, into a, a barbecue gas grill. Fire. Yep. The barbecue and, um, grill with charcoal and briquettes. You're not fooling then, anyone. Um, then he says, uh, may I please see the elements rise? And they rise up and from some stage the... And um, like... Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the kids are like, ah. Yeah. And then the eliminated team, they, in... Five out of six seasons, just because the second season, the Temple of Fate was actually on the water. Um, and they could only walk off. They couldn't do it like they do the other seasons. But the Eliminated team stands behind a cauldron, usually the cauldron that they put the rocks in. And they get a good close-up on them, and then a puff of smoke, and they disappear. Well, or just a really cheesy fate effect. Yeah, exactly. A really, really cheesy fate effect. They get Thanos snapped out of existence. <laughs> Mr. Roth! Mr. Roth, I don't feel oh, so good! So good. <laughs> yes, yes. We are going to the fun house! <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Danny Pintaro. Yeah, so Calif- so most of the time, because of the budget, uh, it was filmed in California, United States. The first season was filmed in California. The second season was filmed in Mexico. Mexico. Third was Hawaii. Third, third was Hawaii. The fourth was the, the was the Tehachapi Mountains. Of California. Of California. The fifth was the High Sierra Mountains. Of California. <laughs> and then the... Sixth season was Fiji, yes. Um, and because I guess there is a huge audience, there the wiki page. I gotta keep reading. Up. I know sometimes I don't understand the fandom. <laughs> I yeah. don't. But there are some yeah. fun facts. Yeah, like did you know season one's Jonah Mannion was a participant on the Real World Cancun in its spin-off oh. show, The Challenge. Yeah, I. Because I, when I was re- doing, when I was watching, I would read the wiki from the wikia from time to time. Skylar Russell was featured on intervention on A and E, which was battling yeah. an addiction to bath salts. Oh no! <laughs> to distance himself from a stage mom who pushed him into showbiz. Well, that explains a lot of the kids in the first few seasons. Were, were yeah, we're kind of like yeah. Season two. Uh... Nothing fun. No fun fact. Yeah. No so and so. Okay, sure. Yeah. Season three. Uh, <laughs> after this season, uh, Vanetta Smith of the Brown team starred in the movie Freedom Riders. Uh, Never heard of it. Martinez was a contestant on the Inns reality show Girls vs. Boys Puerto Rico. I have never <laughs> heard of that show until right now. I have not. I have not either. I gotta read this real quick. Uh, Girls vs. Boys, also known as GVB, it's American Rally Series, aired on the end. Teams of adolescent boys and girls against each other in physical competitions. Uh, what? Hosted by Ursula Abbott, Dave B., Joe J's, Jess Muniz, and Pooch Hall. Pooch! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and then they get to... I. This is a complicated show, but it looks like... Before a game start, anyone are at audition. The show starts the competition. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The games consist of physical competitions as well as acts of sabotage, such as during baking contests. The purpose of the competition is to obtain a prize. Mm-hmm. Well, it's varied from season to season, but Puerto Rico it was fifty thousand dollars for winning team and one thousand dollars worth of travel gear. Each competition earns the winners of the competition a set amount of points in the final event, and the team that earns the most points wins. Oh, that's kind of neat. Okay, so that makes sense. Endurance, however, I had more fun facts. Like yeah. Tom Maiden uh, was playing Rigo in season three of the ABC Family Show Make It or Break It and starred Jake Fixer in the MTV series Scream. In November 2015, Alex Reed joined VP Nara in a South Korean girl group. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Season four. Uh, Julie DeBella appeared on American Juniors in 2003 and auditioned for American Idol. Uh, Jesse Geronimo appeared on TKO Total Knockout in 2018. Uh, no. Oh, TKO. No. <laughs> no, Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> no. Uh, finally. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta laugh. It's High Sierra's. Because this is apparently a fun fact to read, and I love reading fun facts. Um, the blue team of Connor Finnegan and Taylor Seiko McNulty set a record this season by surviving three trips to the temple. Oh, yeah, the three temple curse. I don't remember that. Yeah. The Coda Fisher of the purple team was featured in a commercial for Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> 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 what a fact! 
Someone is an actress and in a commercial. Kelsey Schultz, also the purple team, appeared in the film Queen Sized. Max McFarlane, the orange team, was featured on in store advertisements nationwide for Hallmark Gold Crown stores. Ariel, the red team, competed on a family edition of Fear Factor and had a recurring role as Shayna on Pretty Little Liars. And finally, <laughs> Endurance Fiji. Uh, Brianna Vega became a contestant of High School Musical Get In the Picture. Rebecca Simonico is currently featured in a web series entitled Life on Tour, a teen travel experience from the makers of the real world. This is from 2008, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Fiji was the only one that had no gray or brown team this season. Well, that's your fun facts. There you go. Fun, fun facts. They went back to six teams. Exactly like Moola yep. Beach. Yep. <laughs> I, like, I mean, this show is kind of interesting. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's, I, I love this show. I really did. And it's a lot of child actors. That's also depressing to find yeah. out. That, so it's telling yeah. me a lot of the kids were kind of held against their will by their parents to appear on a yeah, game show. A little bit. That's that's de depressing, actually. Yeah. Uh, but Jamie Roth, I mean, would go on to have an amazing career after Endurance. Uh, what happened to Three Ball Productions? Because uh, they were the creators of the show, and he's the like the owner. Yeah, well, um, they got sold to a, a I can't remember a Dutch company called iWorks. Oh. Three Ball Productions got sold, and now JD Roth is the CEO of a of a new production company called Good Story Productions, which he teamed with Scooter Braun, a.k.a. Ariana Grande, and Justin Bieber's manager um, to create um, content of some sort. Um, let me just quickly go to JD's IMDB just to find out. Uh, Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman Diaries. He was the EP. Yeah, probably with Good Story Productions. Also executive producer for My Cat from Hell. In Bar Rescue. Oh boy, so he knows Tapper. Ah, you know, if you just want to make a signature cocktail, people will show up. Uh, I don't know why Tapper, Tapper sounds like uh, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, but sure. Yeah. Um, also, he was the executive producer for Splash. Remember Splash? Yeah. Yep. Or Forever Young. Or Opposite Worlds. He created opposite worlds. Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, I'm excited. His will has a reality, but wow. So what we've learned is people do Mario Party style mini games to get triangles. And then they send other people home through a rock, paper, scissors competition. So at the end, yeah. they play a shell game. Yep. Where the last one standing wins a trip to the Galapagos Island. This island, yeah. It's 300. But you just throw it down this show, it sucks. But when you watch it, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these kids probably did not want to be there and were held against their will. Yeah. yeah. On a production standpoint, though, it's not that bad of a show. I'm going to keep going. No. Like, it, it's actually well done as far as yeah. how many kids, like, getting the kids involved, how many... Uh, how many uh, different variations of challenges they got. I mean, the triangles, yeah. 
it, it, it's kind of just the the kayfabe story to of the show is the island and how to win endurance is this 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 so that's how yeah. they're trying to storytell it but it, it is a, not that bad of a show and you want to see the show revived i i think it could work so so usually before we end is like how would you revive the show how would you <laughs> I don't know what you would add. I know you would have obviously have to add something, but I, I'm trying to think where the show would be because obviously there isn't a channel like the, there's Discovery Family Channel, but they have like nothing on there. Um, but like I don't see it being on Nickelodeon. Don't see it being on Disney Channel. Don't really see it being on Cartoon. Oh, excuse me, I've seen it on Cartoon Network. It is in it is endurance. It's I would say. I mean, it's I, it's a tough nut to cry. I would say, I mean, yeah. Disney XD, maybe? Maybe. Um, or it could still be Discovery Family. Yeah. Um, but they they really don't have many original shows on there. I mean, they did Top Chef Jr. It's like Top Chef the, Jr. No, Top Chef Jr. was Universal Kids. It could oh, then Universal there. Kids. Universal Kids will probably be the one. And then yeah. bring back Universal Kids. Yeah. Um. Thank you for correcting me, because I you know I would just be saying that, and someone would not hear this and not correct me on yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. Universal hey, no problem. Uh, <laughs> this is why I love an expert. <laughs> this is why yeah. we get experts. Um, so that's probably what I'd do. Um, would you still keep the the format the same? Pick the teams. Yeah, I yeah I I'd still keep this format the same. Maybe add some wrinkles here and there, like a la a counter offer on. The new deal or no deal, but essentially keep the game the same. But otherwise, um, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so it's now time for Jordan's attempt to decide. Uh, here's Jordan's revival of endurance. Cue the lights. Cue the stage. Here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> so uh, I, I mean most of the time it's filmed in California because of the cheap budgetary nature and I understand that and it's a versatile yeah. thing uh, I, I think this time around I think endurance should stay in one location for every season it should not change its uh, location it should be like the like it should be like either a campsite or a beach town like a shanky area that's like middle of nowhere kind of beach area uh, mm -hmm. I, I think it should also, if we're going to do casting wise, it, it should be just teams of two as friends. Like yeah. your, your friends were here, your brother or sister are here. So they're all pre-existing teams on the show in advance. Yeah. I think uh, each challenge, there's no more uh, sabotage, pick the, the team to, to screw over kind of thing. I think that yeah as as much as i like the wrinkle no so what's going to happen is similar to moolah beach because i like moolah beach <laughs> yeah uh you have the eight teams of pre-existing people and you go through competitions if you're the first like you win the competition you're the first one you win the triangle and it's a small prize or it is a small advantage and yeah what happens is then like the weakest whoever is the last one is automatically up for elimination that episode 
And whoever's in yeah. first place has the power to pick the other person up for elimination that episode. That makes sense. That makes sense. So therefore, the endurance aspect of the show plays a role. Now, yeah. you have to keep playing because now you have the power. Or, yeah. if you're the weakest, you're the first one down, you know you're out. Because you're already yeah. considered the weakest. Yeah. So you already have those two hooks. Now you have the power and you have the endurance. So now it's, what is the test of? Is it a test of will or is it a test of powers as a strategy? And then when it gets to the second part, when it's the the teams of four, that's when you have a best of three in a quick game. I wouldn't do rock, paper, scissors. It's too luck-based for me to really get captivated yeah. on, even though I love it. Yeah. Um, what I would rather do is have it be something based off an element. So it is yeah. a water challenge. It is a fire challenge. It is a blah, blah, blah challenge. Yeah. And how it's decided is the rock, paper, scissors. Will yeah. you pick, the like, of the three games, you want the fire, the water, or the thing. And if you pick fire over water, well, water wins. We're going to do this water challenge. And it's going to be, like, a quick, yeah. like, bounce the ping pong ball into a cup. Something quick, like a 10-second yeah. game. Yeah. So that way there is some added skill element. Yeah, exactly. I and gotcha. Then, and so that way it's not a two out of three in rock, paper, scissors. It's a, well, you blew two of the three games. Yeah. And that way, in the event of a tie, if both agree on a different challenge, we go straight into it. You don't need to cut into something else. Uh, yeah. And then when it gets to the final round, it is a big obstacle course with the final two teams. Yeah. And Just each... like Animal Planet Zoo Venture Season 2. Yes, exactly like Animal Planet, where it's going to get Zookeeper for a day. Uh, yes. Where each, or there is, because of six, seven episodes... We've already established each of the various things. You now have an advantage. Like, for instance, in this obstacle course, uh, you have love. So it's going to be something related to uh, uh, greeting cards or romance or roses or a dozen of something. Yeah. Well, you have to get two bouquets, but the team that has the love only has one bouquet. Something like that. Yeah. With the uh, grand prize being, of course, a family vacation or a trip for four, because it's going to be definitely those two and a parent. And, yeah. And then maybe like a small spending cash of like 20 grand or something just to offset yeah. travel expenses. Yeah. Nothing too big. And you're not really bringing it up like it's not 100 grand. Although, yeah, I wouldn't make a grand if I had the budget. Yeah, but I think that defeats the purpose of endurance because it becomes more about the money. Yeah, um, that that becomes a big issue when it comes to like kids shows because if you just shade a whole lot of money on it, then suddenly everyone freaks out. If you're going to give a small prize and a power, then you're okay. So I'd rather if you endured long enough, you've won the love and you've also won uh, a BMX bike. Yeah, something like that. So when yeah. you're done with your stay here, win or lose, you have a bike. Or win or lose, you have a hoverboard. Or win or lose, you have a laptop computer. Something like that. Yes. So that makes sense. playing for the big prize and the small cash prize at the end. Like, something like that would be a modern-day endurance. Because uh, then it has emphasis on the challenges themselves, not just, like, quickly yeah. they're done. You have... Yeah. You still have... I would still have Jader off as the host myself. Of course. Um... 
I think he sells the show more than I could ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think you would have to make sure that when they get eliminated, of course, in the old fashioned, they get the triangle now. Yeah. Uh, so so it's any anyone can win. There's no triangles yeah. at start. There, no one gets their own. It's not like the Digimon Digital Monsters. Everyone gets a crest of destiny. They got no, their they crest of friendship, the their crest thing. of love, or crest of uh, courage. No, they have to earn that. They have to earn that crest. Yeah. Through challenges that are based around that. Yeah. So at least there's some strategy and storyline telling in that. That that's how to endurance. That's how you do it. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. You're, I mean, it sounds similar to yours. Yours is just like that. Just you're pointing at that. Just that, but 20, 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here going, but make it flashier. Fire effects. Yeah. More fire yeah. effects. Yeah. yeah. Have the contestants get burned alive if they lose. No, don't burn the contestants no. if they lose. No, no, no. I think if the I think if they're going to get eliminated, have them do like a walk. Like if we're going to a beach, like having them walk down the beach, and then like the fade effect turns into like the the dust of smoke. Well, no, they they on Mula Beach they had them canoe away, and then the canoe would disappear. Well, that's because it was a haunted canoe. Yes, spooky. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's that's how it would. Uh, go. Uh, have you watched any other game shows? Like, I think we're done with the endurance part. Have you watched any other? Yeah. Um, lately, what have I watched? Um, let me look at my log here. Uh, I have watched. There's this show um, that aired last year on ITV4 called Take the Tower. Oh, we heard of this show? With Dol- with Dolph Lundgren, I watched the first episode a couple days ago. It is so good, bad. <laughs> it's it's so cheesy good. If you love cheesy action, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, maybe it's that's totally it. Maybe worse. endurance would be better if the kids had to fall off a tower and a green screen effect of them going on green no! screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching uh, tonight. They're doing America's Got Talent champion seat episode three. So I'll be watching that. Um, what uh, I've watched, I've been watching Billy on the Street lately, which is, it, it, even though it technically is a game show, it doesn't feel like a game show, even though there's trivia quizzing and all this stuff. But it's it it's so much fun. I love that. Um, what other game shows have I watched? Oh, I watched the um, the uh, the recent run of UK Millionaire, which was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I, I said that earlier. The Clarkson is a really good host on that. Yeah, he does a great job. And of course, I'm watching The Mass Singer, which I adore. It is. It's the. It is. It is a good play along. It reminds me of. Um, it's a singing competition show, but it reminds me of the celebrity uh, guest part of What's My Line, where everyone's blindfolded and have to guess who the people are. Yeah, it kind of has that that similar quality to that, and I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, but my I, and I talked about this on my podcast too. My only gripe with The Mass Singer so far is so far the trend of who's been eliminated and who a lot of people are guessing who everybody is are mostly contestants who have been on Dancing with the Stars. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> which 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 like is fine, but like I was hoping we would get a little more B and A listers, but I know for something like this they have to start somewhere before people really get catch on to the idea. Um but but so far it's been really, really fun. I really enjoyed it. I mean, they're kind of trying to hit like, oh, we got Mariah Carey. We're going to get <laughs> Carrie Underwood. No. Yeah, no, Most no. Likely, you're going to get you're going to get Donny Osmond. You get Donny Osmond. Yeah. You're getting Donny Osmond. He is the peacock. He, he's the peacock. We get it. You're the peacock. <laughs> you, it's, he's and definitely everyone's the gonna peacock. And everyone's going to act shocked. And we're like, no. <laughs> we knew. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, you're clearly not Donny Bonaducci. <laughs> Danny Bonaduce, yeah, exactly. Um, so before we we sign off, we have a quick sixty second speed round. Okay. We have five questions. For each one you get right, you get a plug. You can win up to five free plugs. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Sixty seconds on the clock, please. Here we go. Favorite team on endurance. Um, the green team. All right, next. If you were at Toys R Us, what was the first aisle you went to? First aisle? Yeah, aisle in Toys R Us. Um, the aisle where they had the NSYNC choice. NSYNC, okay. Uh, a third, uh, flavor of milkshake. I don't drink milkshakes. All right, next. Uh, favorite theme park? Oh, um... I'm going to just say Worlds of Fun because uh, that's my hometown park. Yeah, okay. and, and finally, are you disappointed the Kansas City Chiefs lost in, in the football? Yes, I don't follow football, but because I'm a hometown boy, I am sad that they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. All right, you got, that's it. You got five free plugs. You won. Yeah, thank you. All right, here we go. Let's list them off. Go for it. Okay, so um, I have Brandon's Entertainment Universe. You can find that podcast on on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. I I have um, my blog, blogofbp.com, where I sporadically post blog posts on there. Um, my Twitter is at Brandon Parnes, P-A-R-N-E-S. And my Instagram is at Brandon underscore Parnes. All right. And um, I have one more. I'm yeah, trying to one think, left. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I should plug because that's all like my per all my personal plugs. Um, <laughs> then do the comedy plug. Do your uh... yeah. Uh, listen to podcast ride. It's great. All right, one. podcast the ride. <laughs> Done. Congratulations, you have survived podcast the ride. Oh wait, no. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. No, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I don't have an end uh, thing. I don't have a sign-off. I don't have a... You don't have a sign-off yet. I don't know. I, I have to come up with one. <laughs> uh, should we well, just... Oh, oh! I have one. All right. You won the bonus round. You won the bonus round. This is a bonus episode, so it makes sense. Bonus round. Yeah. Uh, that's... Should we just like end this interview and keep watching game shows and just keep talking? Well, that's not yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, we'll do I, I have nothing else to do. All right. Uh, well, let's let's uh, kayfabe turn the ta- turntable and then sign off here. Okay.
thanks again, Brandon, for stopping by uh, going on my game show podcast. Uh, I enjoyed that conversation so much. Uh, he definitely knows his stuff, and I, I, I enjoyed him so much that in the event, and because I guess I formatted this now, in the event that I cannot find somebody uh, to be a guest on, he will be the one. Uh, if he's free, we'll just have one episode or two episodes in the back burner, and you'll see that be shown instead of, I don't know, uh, someone who has a sports podcast or something. I don't. I don't know. Brandon has his own podcast called Brandon's Entertainment Universe. You can see that at blogofbp.com. Not like British Petroleum, but, I mean, same initials. Uh, he was a lot of fun. Uh, so before we get going here and, and end the show, uh, I, I just have to do the other exciting thing about just, like, anything I might have forgotten with Endurance and... Can I safely say nothing except for, hey, J.D. Roth is, is actually a pretty good host, and it's fun to see the longevity of him as a broadcaster and the way he can adapt uh, in the different game shows from Fun House in the, in the 80s and, and 90s to Endurance of the 2000s, uh, and, and who knows what he'll be up to in, in, in the 2020s. But, but I do know he does have an eye for, for drama, and he does have great storytelling skills. That being said, it's time for the beloved 110-part series exploring every pricing game on The Price is Right. You know it, I know it, and we love it together. This is The Pricing Game Spotlight. Today's game is Give or Keep. Premiere date, December 27th, 1972. Tape number 0173D. Give or Keep is a pricing game where the contestant had to keep more than he or she gives away to win a large prize. There were six small prizes on the game and they were presented two at a time. Gameplay, the contestant was shown three pairs of small prizes, one pair at a time. The contestant chose the prize he thought was the more expensive of the pair. That prize went to the keep column. The value of the prize given back was shown, with a running tally displayed in the give column. After all three pairs of prizes were played, the host revealed the prices of the kept prizes, with a running total shown in the keep column. If the total value of the kept prizes equaled two or was more than that of the rejected prizes, the contestant won a large prize. The difference in prices for each pair of prizes was set so that even if the contestant had mistakenly chosen the lower priced item in one, or even perhaps two instances, the contestant can still win the game. Regardless of the game's outcome, the contestant won the three prizes he chose to keep. Hence, Give or Keep is one of the five retired pricing games, along with the original Balance Game, Finish Line, Shower Game, and Trader Bob, in which the contestant would win something regardless of the game's outcome. Give or Keep is unique as it's the only pricing game to be played to the left of the turntable, which was used for a small prize reveal. As a result, the game could sometimes be seen as preceding one bid game, thus ruining the mystery of which game would be played next. Though on at least one early occasion in 1973, the game was covered with curtains from the start of the show until it was played. 
on September 19th, 1973, Give or Keep was played for a car. It was believed to be the first time a car was offered in a game not normally played for one. Here is some history things. Give or Keep got its very first win on the day it premiered. Also, when the game first premiered, Bob went from top to bottom rather than bottom to top. When the game first premiered, the board was brown. On September 8th, 1975, aired out of order. On September 11th, the board became green. The game was taken out of rotation from February 3rd to March 8th, 1978, and again from April 27th through November 14th, 1978. On October 22nd, 1983, the board turned blue and remained that way until its retirement. All right. Uh, similarities. Uh, the concept of give or keep had similarities to three other pricing games. Finish line. Uh, Talent toast the chosen prizes. Trader Bob. The game's total is very similar. Having the contestant's choice is not total in those games. And the contestant had to make all three collections and then buy or sell. And then let's go retirement. <clears throat> Actually, trivia. Most number of times the game was played in any season was 54. 54 times the game was played. Uh, that means 54 episodes of this on one season. Retirement. Despite Giver Keeps longevity, the game was retired because many of the show's staff did not really like it. Then producer Roger Dobkowitz had planned to bring the game back in sometime during season 38, but he was fired from the show before he could do so. Uh, I'm going to get angry and yell about it on the Golden Road forums. Anyway, the game uh, did end on October 22nd, 1990, which means we got to cue the fill horn. There we go. Uh, I, I like playing that. Uh, so, so give or keep was a game where basically it was just six items, pick the most expensive, and if your total was more than mine, you win. That, that's essentially what it was. Uh, and these were with some double-digit prizes, you know, your $10, $20, $15 items. The question is, how would I uh, bring this game back, or what would make it the most drama? And I would say it would be if, in, in the first two reveals, the keep and give was of equal value. That's how you get the most maximum drama, because then it all reveals on the crucial third and final uh, prize of what was most expensive. And that's what I would say would maximize the drama for it. How would I revive the game, though, in modern time? I would probably, what I would do is have it be with four three-digit prizes, things that you would normally see on clock game, and not six items, but just four. Uh, and you basically get to keep two and, and give two out. But, but the... But I think what what would work on this version because it'd be a, a three digit prize. So you know you'd be your your appliance, your your smartphone, and and et cetera et cetera. And maybe even like a four digit, but like a low like one bid thousand dollar item. Like it's played with four one thousand dollar or less items. And the goal like think danger price, think danger price levels of of what it is. And you would I would say have like some sort of contraption. Or some sort of luck of the draw, where you gotta draw the numbers, and that determines of the two which do you keep and which one you give away. And then, of course, that creates the other two, of which one you keep, one you give. And then you have a decision to make: do you keep the two prizes that you have kept, or do you go on? If your total is more than that, you not only get to keep all four prizes. But you get a $5,000 bonus or a trip or some other additional thing to make it go into that, that upper 
thousand range because most uh, prizes when it comes to a win, at least in modern day prices, right, is at least seven, eight, or nine thousand dollars. So if we're going to be playing with four three-digit numbers or three thousand dollars so items, at least give like a cash bonus or something in addition to the four prizes as well. That's how it, I would uh, redo a give or keep. I wouldn't do it with six items. I'd do it with four. And it's some contraption where you have to choose between the two. So I don't know if it's like a wheel. I don't know if it's like a roll of the dice or, or something. But but that that would be or or just to have like different colored uh, presents like a red box, a yellow box, a blue box, and a green box. And and it's they pick the they pick the box yellow. Then George Gray reveals what it is. And then I want the other box. Well, that's this. Which one do you keep? Which one do you give? Because you want to keep it and make it themed around, you know, like like a Christmas or a holiday get together where you give presents away. That That's what I would probably have done if I was to do a revival of give or keep. Um, but that's just uh, that's what I would do. I think the game is OK. I actually think it's not that bad of a game. It reminds me of Take Two in many ways. Uh, but I mean, if, if give or keep, who knows? it's just uh it's just a game that is somewhat remembered and then sometimes forgotten and i think it's one that could be revived uh, but i think if you're going to bring it back you would have to at least make it more like a surprise party theme and play it like with the big doors in in some regard not at the turntable um but that, that that's how i would do it next time on pricing game spotlight range game Thank you for for listening to Pricing Game Spotlight. Before we get going, uh, one last piece of business here. There was no questions this week. I kind of already established it in the beginning because we just changed the format now. We have guests, and the Pricing Game Spotlight is with guests and all this other stuff, and hopefully it lasts about the same amount of time. I don't know. Anyway, so BuzzerBlog is reporting that Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour is going to appear on Buzzer. All right, so just a quick uh, understanding here. Uh, a buzzer is Fremontal Media's library. It's available on Twitch and a lot of local networks. It's just like a game show rerun channel now uh, in competition with Game Show Network. And it is the Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. Uh, they're going to have a marathon of four episodes, which is essentially enough of Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour to understand it. So a uh, quick rundown is in the 80s, there was this great idea to make an hour-long game show where the first half was a match game, and that determined who would compete against the champion in a game of Hollywood Squares. Gene Rayburn uh, was hosting match game, and then Bowser, that's right, Bowser, not 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 like the guy from Super Mario, not him. I thought that would make the show a lot better. No, it was John Bauman from Shaanana, that that guy who who was a very like great host. Not not to get me wrong, he was very presentable and he was on a lot of game shows at the time. Uh, he was hosting the Hollywood Squares version of that. Whoever won Hollywood Squares would then do a super match where they could win a lot of money, and that was the the game. It was it was okay. Uh, he got some he had some choice comments on facebook where he was talking about how there was no uh the 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 bluffs the the big goofs on hollywood squares uh were not really pre-written on the show unlike in the other editions. so this was all off the cuff improvised by the actors and celebrities which i thought was kind of neat um 
Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour was uh, a, a considered a failure and a big joke among the video about the in the game show world, and a lot of jokes about like, oh, what if there was a new version of the Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour? So insert any two game shows together. So it's like, it's the Battle Stars, uh, it's the Battle Stars Taboo Hour, it's the one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. A camouflage hour. It, it, it's always two weird game shows that never worked. And it, among the net game community, uh, there's a lot of that too. So if you don't know, so if you don't know what net game is, uh, you probably do it. In the old days of bulletin board systems, there's a lot of role playing game. Role playing games are, are played all the time on these BBSs. And a lot of times, people also do net games. Net games is a role-playing version of the game shows themselves. I'm not kidding. This is a real thing. And it's basically one person, the whoever's going to be like the dungeon master, serves as the game show host, writing down the questions, maybe getting graphics up. And basically, anyone who agrees serves as the role of the contestant. So they'll be answering the questions, uh, solving the puzzle, if it's like Wheel of Fortune or The Price is Right, something of that sort. Uh, they don't actually win the money because, of course, this is just for fun. Uh, but but it's fun to see because I always am fascinated by where the game show world leads me to. And in in some ways, I have tried that because I've tested some games out through the means of this. And, and it does work. You do get some really fun people. That's how I first met uh, Bob Haig of Buzzerblog was, was through Big John's PC Games. Uh, he had a message board. Big John, the, the speedrunner. And he had his uh, message board, and there was some net game stuff. And me and Bob hit it off, and we talked about different formats. It was a lot of fun. Um, but the net game world is fascinating. And I just remember a lot of people, not just on Big John, but on different game show forums, doing net games. And they're fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like them a lot. But some of the times, the ideas were weird. Like, we're talking, it's the it's the talk about uh, blackout chant, uh, hour it's the password, password plus hour, and I get confused, and I'm scared, but uh, I'm not so scared now. I, I, I've, this is the first episode where we actually figured out the format, and if you have any questions you want me to answer, send them my way at jordanhaas at gmail.com or through the contact form at jordanhaas.com or on Twitter at jordha, J-O-R-D-H-A. And I'll see you next time here on the game shows, I suppose. Until then, big smooch! Mwah!